Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ronnie Tarmac. Boys, uh, we are back on the air, back together, and we are full of enthusiasm for this very thing this morning. But uh, I'll tell you what, Piper, it's uh, it's cold where I am. I'm sure it's cold where Ronald Tarmac is there in, in the, uh, the, the north woods of Ohio. Uh, but one thing that makes it better and makes it warmer uh, is my new pullover, courtesy of a company called Muskox. Uh, Muskox makes fine clothing for men, uh, outdoor clothing, rugged clothing, T-shirts, pullovers. Um, one of my requirements, Piper, is that uh, is that everything is long enough. Yes. Um, yeah, and the and the the arms are long enough. The pullover itself is long enough. It's like uh, I, I somebody asked me about it, and I told them that it's as close to like napping under a blanket as you can be while still like walking around. And uh, mm. to me, that's and, it's and the and highest not compliment. And not looking like you're wearing a blanket. No, it looks awesome. This stuff looks awesome. So Piper, tell us about Muskox, our new sponsor. Yeah, so you you made the connection with this sponsorship, Ted, because the guy who's uh, the guy who's helping launch it is a friend of yours, and that's right. Uh, I have to say, I was um, I was mildly skeptical at first because because everybody's trying to start some sort of like sustainable outdoor this clothing brand that you know we make yeah. fun of the bamboo shoes and whatever, but. <laughs> But then they said, well, let us just send you some of our stuff and you can try it. And uh, I was pretty blown away. So I got one of the flannels yeah. because flannels are my um, – flannels and, like, plain T-shirts are my go-to apparel for everyday wear. And so their flannels are – it has climbed quickly to the top of the list of my favorites in my closet. They are uh, – all their flannels are – they're made in Portugal and they – which I guess makes them extra special cool. I don't really know if Portugal's yeah. known for these things, but they're, they're, it's a good country, Portugal. Good yeah. people down there. Great, great place. Boys, I'm Portuguese, so keep. Rolling. Yeah. So okay. So this is yeah. This this had they they made these with Ronnie in mind. Correct. You, you said it's like wearing a blanket. It's it's like the softest, heaviest cotton flannel, but it fits the way they're supposed to. It doesn't feel like you're wearing yeah. a big like flowing blankety thing. Uh, and then it's almost thick enough to be like a jacket, you know, so if it's like 30 degrees yeah. outside, you can just throw this thing on and it works great. They also do pullovers. They do sweatshirts. Their T-shirts fit great as well. And for somebody yeah, like dude. me who's a little longer in the torso but mm-hmm. doesn't like big baggy T-shirts, I was I was so pleased to find uh, a perfect fit T-shirt. Um, so this is a brand new company also. They would, uh, they're would they just trying to get the word out about what they're doing, the quality of their stuff. It's really sharp. It's really comfortable, really high quality. If you go to gomuskox.com slash thehappyrant, so gomuskox.com slash thehappyrant, you can check this stuff out. Um, it's really nice. They don't have a huge selection, so it's just a limited number of, of designs and items in each style. Which actually is kind of nice because you just look at it and you go, oh, those are all great. I'll pick this one and that one, and you roll with it. Um, so, yeah, go to gomuskox.com slash thehappyrant. Check it out. I will probably be buying more stuff from them shortly because I always need more flannels. Boys, I just went to that website, and do you know what image is on there? I do, but I was I was gonna let our I was gonna let our listeners be surprised, but it's it's glorious, is what Dude, it is. Dude, it's kind of unbelievable, and uh, I'm just gonna tease it by saying um, there's a huge saw in the background and some woodworking, which yeah, places some, it in a certain hipster church. Some some metallurgical um, wonders 
in the background yeah. as as the feature photo for the gomuskox.com slash the happy rant website. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. So, uh, boys, I, I can tell you, too, that um, I've done some modeling for muskox in that they reached out to me. They wanted to, uh, yeah, they wanted some images of me and the gear with like in like a football setting. Um, and if you, if you know me, if you've been listening to this podcast for very long, you know that getting my picture taken is one of my least favorite things in, in the human experience. So uh, because of my love for my buddy and for the gear and for the company, um, I went ahead and did some, some muskox modeling. So uh, I don't know when those photos are going to drop, but it's going to break the internet, I bet. Um, anyway, Ted, boys. can I can I go off the script that we don't have and ask you a question real quick? <laughs> Absolutely, off um, all the show prep that yeah, Jared off C of, off of the, is convinced the sh- that we do. Yeah, the show prep that we didn't do. Um, so I saw a tweet shared. Uh, I think Ronnie mm-hmm. may have liked this, and that's why it popped up. Okay. Written by, I'm assuming one of your students. Okay. So because it was in, I think it was in uh, your university's newspaper magazine, whatever it was, but it was about the lingo of Ted Cluck. Okay. Did, were you interviewed for this, or was this just written no, about you? It was written about me. It was. Um, I had this kid, Caleb Morgan. Shout out to uh, Caleb and the Morgan family if you're listening. I actually think they do listen, but uh, but yeah, he's a he's an incredibly funny guy. One of my writers this year, one of my staff writers. And, um, yeah, he put this piece together, like, with, with Sans interview material from me. So he just, he just went off the cuff with that one. Well, I mean, is, so, listeners, if, uh, if, you, if you go into our Twitter feed, you'll see we reshared it uh, probably a week ago at the time of this releasing. But, um, and it's just, it's all of your catchphrases. Um, yeah. Minus suss this out. Somebody pointed out, they're like, oh, I didn't get suss this out. But... <clears throat> But it was so spot on. He did an excellent job. <laughs> yeah, he you know, did. it was like tongue in cheek, but also it, he was very respect. Like it was clear yeah. that he respected you. It wasn't like Ted uses yeah. all these weird phrases. It was like, no, this is just who he is, and these are the phrases you need to learn if you want to talk with Ted. And I and I thought, well, that's also what you need to learn if you want to listen to the Happy Rant. So it it felt a little bit like a Happy Rant introduction as well. I thought it was pretty great. It serves a dual purpose. And dude, no joke, that kid is is super talented. He's going to write for the ringer one day. He's, uh, he's that good. So Caleb Morgan family, if you're listening, uh, we appreciate the love and the shout out, but, um, Piper speaking of families, uh, we have family issues to suss out, uh, because one of our, one of our listeners, I feel like our listenership is like a big family in a way. They're, they're the kind of family we don't have obligations to see and we don't have to like do Thanksgiving with them. But, uh, in a sense, they're a big family. And uh, as such, one of them alerted us to a tweet uh, by Stephen Wedgworth. Steve. Steve-o. Stevie, Steve-o. Stevie. Yeah, Steve Wedgworth. So Steve had some basic steps to recovering the Christian home. So apparently the Christian home, like, was was gone for a while. Like, it was lost and it needed to be recovered. And um, there's a lot that we could say about this list. How do we want to, how do we want to, like wade into this piper what should our format be for it well i i think we need to start by giving some context here which is yeah. a we know nothing about steve wedgeworth um yeah b and chances are like you don't either because i don't think he's necessarily a, a person of interest yeah i don't know that he's a yeah. i don't know that he's like a name um yeah. but b we did the episode a, a month or two ago um with clint presley's 99 ways to be a man <laughs> 
Uh-huh. This is like a condensed version of that for how to be like a married yeah. homeschool family man. So oh, I know it's it. it's I sort know of it. like it sort of takes all ninety nine of those and dumps them into into family married yeah. man buckets. So I think that's just just for context, that's what we're working with here. It's incredible too, and un- unlike Clint Presley's list, I got to tip the cap to Clint because when he said ninety nine, like I knew there were ninety nine. Um, with this one, like right away, I'm not so sure how many there are because, um, <laughs> Ronald, I'm going to, you're not a math guy either. And, and you know, I'm not a I'm math, not a math guy. guy. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Like no, I, I was more I of a, yeah, like more of a, a more of a, a, a writing kind of guy. But what we got here is yeah. a list that goes one, two, three, four, five, six, and then back to five and then back to six again. So Stephen Wedgworth is advocating for some like some some homeschooly things in here, but I I guys I got to start by questioning his math education. Are you with me, Ronald? Or I mean, maybe like homeschooling math has like graduated to some new level that like, <laughs> yeah. we're just not even aware of. Like like this this thing has gone way above and beyond. Like we're so bad at math, Big T. Yeah. Maybe this is the new math. This is new math. Like, way like, behind. It eschews. It's it's turning its back on traditional counting. I think is what it's doing. It's like they don't even count regular. It's like this is like calculus level math. It's right? calculus. This like, is like dots and lines. This is like Goodwill hunting type stuff. Like exactly. And, right. and I'm, yeah, this is math. I'm like the biblical numerology side because that that could easily be at play here. It's very odd to skip seven. Seven is like the number. Yeah. You, like you should have seven. Like, the number of completeness. But if he, he wants to it. double up, it should be like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. You know, that's like yeah. that's how he how he should have done it if he really wanted to represent a good Christian perspective. Yeah. So Steve, like Steve, got some. He got some love for this. He got four hundred and thirty-two likes, ninety-five retweets. Um, I don't know if that's counted in the traditional way, but. Uh, I don't know that there's anything any way for us to suss well, that yeah, out. Yeah, it was but... like 94, 95, 95, 95, yeah. 95. So really, <laughs> exactly. it's like 100 retweets. I know it, man. Well, dude, you know what's crazy about it, too, is like not to be all controversial, but I, because Steven's being controversial. Like, dude, if you look at number three and he spells Christian, X-T-I-A-N, I mean, that's kind of a no-no. Is it I a mean, no-no? I mean, he literally took the... Well, he took the Christ out of Christian, man. Oh, he put an X there. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's, Good catch, uh, Ronald. I mean, when I grew up, when I grew up in my own, you know, m- my own like level of like, you know, fundyism, like yeah, you yeah. were never allowed to say like Xmas yeah. or XDN. Yeah. I mean, you, you always made sure that you didn't do that because that was, wait for it, the secular way of spelling Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Christian. People were, people were going in hard on that issue for oh, sure. Oh, dude, absolutely. To be man. fair. X is like, he, he's, X is kind of a bad letter. Yeah. It's a rated R letter. To be fair, he's <laughs> exactly. talking about Christian schools. And so to say XGN schools I mean, there's not a lot of Christ in a lot of Christian schools either, so maybe that's just reflective of of the that whole arena. Yeah. Given his level of like math, that may be or may not be true. Right? <laughs> He's totally a good math fair. guy. That's, his, a, that's a fair analysis. His kids must be really confused in homeschool math. Is all is all I got to say. I'll tell you, his kids are stoked. I can tell you right now, his kids are stoked with everything that's going on in the household, dude. Yeah, he's got some good that? stuff going on in his household. So let's let's talk I mean, about. They're pumped right now. Yeah, they're pumped, dude. They're so <laughs> pumped. They're they're definitely not going to be rebellious because they're like eleven and they're thinking, man, I could be, I could have my first kid by fourteen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. If you look at number one. So number one, let's let's get into number one. That's an elegant segue, Ronald. That's good radio. Thank you. Number one is get married sooner. He doesn't say when, just sooner. 
What um, do we mean by sooner? Define sooner, Steve-O. I don't know, baby. I don't know when sooner is. Does that like, like if I'm 13 years old, how do I define sooner? Like I'm 13. I've grown up in the church. I feel ready. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, if, I mean, Mary was probably 14 when she had baby Jesus. So, like, does that qualify? Yeah, maybe it does. What I, about I if just, you're already married? How do you get married sooner if you're already married? Because this is recovering the Christian home. So let's assume that's that, true. that let's assume that Ted has lost his Christian home. Right. You have How to, do I get you it have back? to recover it. You have to get married sooner. Yeah. You got to get remarried. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that seems like not the Christian home. To, ideally. Yeah. To. Should you just renew your vows? Yes. I'm not going to lie to you, boys. I got married pretty soon as it is. I was only 20. <laughs> so you you start running that back, man. There's there's you're getting into like some some adolescence right there. So um, I don't I don't know that I can get married much sooner to to please. Yeah, Steve you were up. like you were like babies marrying babies. Do kids 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 marrying kids? You know. Yeah, man. Um, so number one is get married sooner. Number two on basic steps to recovering the Christian home. So. I, I, I think we can infer that you don't have a Christian home if you're not doing these things. Number two is have kids. So if you can't have kids or you don't want to have kids right away, you're out of luck. You're not in a Christian home, apparently. Well, yeah, so well let's just assume that if you're single and listening to this, sorry, you're going to burn. So, Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever dwelling you're living in, it's not a Christian home if, if you're single. Um, yeah, just click click off the podcast immediately if you're single. And I'm being very tongue-in-cheek about that. I have to give that that disclaimer. So number two is have kids. Now I feel like and, and this is not a this is not a like um pejorative or a disparagement to my kids at all, but I feel like I swore more and I got exponentially more angry during the early years of having kids. because um, it wasn't easy. So I dare say maybe my home was a little bit less Christian. In uh, in those, mm. those early child rearing years, and by God's grace, it's gotten a lot better, and you know it's easier now, and it's a lot more fun. But um, yeah, the early years were tough. But uh, but but per Steve, this is how you have a Christian home. You have some kids. Yeah, I, uh, but I mean, he's so like vague about having kids. What, like he doesn't say how many. Does he give the standardized reformed four kids? You know, number baby four I mean, is like, baseline though. That's just a start. That's like a start. Well, I know home that's for yeah. Reform people. He doesn't even give baseline. He no, doesn't no. give any any details. Do, do you six. think we should apologize to our listeners for not having had enough children between the three of us to be qualified yeah, as either either Christian and definitely not reformed? As a radio program, well, we've done a crappy job of having kids. But guys, us. I'm the one that has to apologize because kids is plural. He didn't say have kid, have kid. like big R. That's right. He said have kids. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm like, I'm way, I'm, I'm out of this one. Boys, between us, I, we have only five kids, which is, which makes us like a small to mid-sized reform family. If, if, if yeah, we, we were like, we like half family. a homeschool van worth of kids. I know. Yeah, we have nothing. We're a disgrace, we boys. We, we're a, we're a disgrace <laughs> to our, to our tribe. Um, Number three, this is uh, this is, we're getting into education now. Number three, homeschool or local Christian school with lots of XTN XTN local XTN school with lots of parental involvement. Oh, that and sounds then, like hell. Yeah, par- parenthetical. <laughs> I prefer hybrids. Now, I think I'm speaking. I want to speak on behalf of all educators right now and say that um, your kids' teachers do not want lots of parental involvement. Um, they they don't want you there all the time looking over their shoulder and asking questions. Um, but baby, that's the problem with education. Okay, I'm listening. 
you, you just you just laid out every single issue with education, man. Is that the parents aren't involved enough? See what you just did there? Yeah, I don't know. See what you did? I don't know. He prefers hybrids. What is what does he mean by hybrids? Homeschool co-op. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah it means it means that, like mom can read and write, so she teaches the kids reading and writing. Mom's not great at math and science, so she outsources that. Yeah. Yeah, he's co-op. Um, dad, he's dad is the dad's the headmaster of the school and probably only teaches theology. Yeah, interesting. Well, of course, yeah. All right, I, number four. Well, quick question on the parental involvement yeah. thing. So this this might be tangential. Sure. I have really weird interactions with other parents and then with teachers on opposite ends of the spectrum on this because my philosophy yeah. as a parent is it's my job to get my kids to school. Clean, yeah. fed, on time, with a lunch packed, and with their homework done. Like, that's yeah. that's what I do. I agree. Teachers take it away. Yep. When I say this to teachers, they nod knowingly. And, oh, and the other thing is I never go to parent-teacher conferences because my kids don't get in trouble. Uh, they're getting fine grades, and they're not, you know, like in emotional distress or being bullied or whatever. So what do yeah. I need to talk to the teacher about? Um, yeah. And when I tell this to teachers, they nod and and express sort of under their breath appreciation because it's I guess it's a little risky to say that out loud. When I say yeah. this to fellow parents, I face like the judgment of the seven hells because because I'm abandoning my children or something like that. Yeah, but that's controversial, man, that you don't go to parent-teacher conferences. Why do I need to go to parent-teacher conferences? What am I going to hear that they didn't Baby, I'm not arguing. Send me I like 14 it. emails every <laughs> week. What do I need to talk exactly. to them about? Yeah, also, yeah, I they, like it, man. They, it's controversial. They could send though. one email every fourteen weeks, and I'd be happy. Like, I think one a semester is fine. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I don't. I the the disparity between the parental pe- pressure to be involved. Apparently, that's what it takes to be a Christian. Again, my confession to you, listeners: I'm not a good Christian parent. Apparently, uh, and what teachers actually want, there just seems to be a, a huge gap there. That's true. That's true. And I mean, maybe there are teachers out there who want more parental involvement, but my, my guess would be they want exactly what you're providing, which is a kid who's well rested and fed and clean and has their homework done. But, um, I don't think they want a teaching assistant, um, which is what this is implying. Uh, I think number four boys, family should eat together. I agree. I enjoy eating with my family. I'm not going to lie. It's fun. Yeah. It's uh, a lot of great fun yeah. fun conversations and catching up on yeah. life. Like That seems like a good one. That, that that's seems a like also, also a good way to be like friends with people, too. You should eat yeah, with have you ever them, been, for sure. Have you ever been around? I'm not saying this doesn't happen, but like <laughs> if everyone's in the same in the same house together. Are there? And I know there are. So I'm not being I'm not being like literal with this. But yeah. are but like, are there literal families that, li- when like the food is prepared, they they go off into their own bedrooms and <laughs> shut and lock the door and like don't eat together? I don't know. I'd, I've I've not really been around that big Or is it more that they're just running around and they just they don't even like prepare something so as to eat together? Dude, I think they're running around. They're going to fourteen different like travel soccer practices and you know yeah, like sure. twenty nineteen stuff. They're you're they're trying to live their dreams through their kids so. That, that's at odds with eating because together. I feel like any normal parent like if they prepared something like they wouldn't let the kid like you know like just you know grab the plate and like yeah. rush off into the closet lock themselves in it and like start video gaming that's true know? that's true <laughs> although yeah I, I think that's more to do with like so even my kids who are 14 and almost 11 there's some nights where like one of them has 
dance practice and the other one has swim practice and they get home at different times. And so I just sort of make dinner and they eat when they get home. And so on those two, three nights a week, we're not like sitting down as a family, but then other nights it just, there's a lot more regular flow to it, but. Yeah, I don't think it's so, usually, Piper, I don't think it's usually like the sending people off to different corners of the home to eat by themselves. Yeah. Let me get this straight, Pipe. You you don't go to parent-teacher conferences. You don't eat together. You haven't married sooner or you have had kids and you don't do homeschool. I don't, I don't even know what you're – what are you doing? I think, I, what do you even – I think I'm disqualifying <laughs> myself from ministry. I think that's – I mean it's well, unbelievable. Yeah. Can I, I'm gonna, I need to call your pastor. Yeah, exactly. Can I pose a bit of a practical question at this point? Um, what are the odds that we're going to get an email this week from Steve Wedgworth? Because I think they're pretty high. 219 out of 219. Counted in the traditional Sense. way. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think like our Venn diagrams are close enough that like people in our listenership are going to know Steve Wedgworth personally. And they're, he's, he's going to know that we've done a whole episode on him. And uh, Do you think Wedgworth is like a major player that we're unaware dude, of? Dude, we're for sure getting an email. I bet he's a player in the like homeschool like debate tournament community. You know what I mean? Like the like, yeah. like uh yeah, maybe he's written like a pamphlet or a book or I don't know. But we're definitely getting an email. And it's gonna be like, hey guys, listen, I don't mean to not to tell you how to do your jobs, but here's eight thousand words on how to do your job. Out of order, but let me just say this and nobody messes with Wedgeworth. Yeah, that's that's it, man. Nobody's Nobody steps don't, to Wedgeworth. He is, don't uh, he is in Canada, so that might that might uh, limit our exposure on this one. Yeah, dude, and also Canadians are cooler. He's I feel an, like they have well, more he's of a an American of living in Canada, so... Oh, never well, mind. Yeah, never, yeah, mind. Never, scratch that. never mind. Scratch that. All right, boys, number five. So which kind of which number five? Are, are you we sure on, are we it's on, number five? Are we yeah, on number one, number five, five or number it's, two, number five? It's number it's number one, number five, okay. which I know the math is going to get confusing. If you need to take some notes at home and just jot some things down, you can do that. Because um, that's what our listeners number do. Number five, <laughs> family worship slash devotionals. You know, hard to hard to argue with that, although um, – I can, I so can, as you eat together, do you break out the guitar and do a little campfire? Dude, I can you tell you. Get been, around the fireplace. And maybe this is just my shortcoming as a person. Indescribable. Uncontainable. <laughs> we cooked this meal and we're eating it together now. Big T, why is that the only worship we song are we're a making Christian home? <laughs> That's the only song we ever go to. Dude, I know. It's the only Seriously. one we know. It's like whenever one. we like reference a worship song, literally for the last 10 years, we go to Dude, that Dude, that's been our go-to joke. Song. Indescribable. <laughs> um, yeah, there have been zero times that I've ever like taken out a guitar and led my family in singing. And T, I love how you get like this like beer commercial voice every time. Dude, yeah, you I, sing I go it, into like you a, get like the Bud Miller High Life commercial voice. Indescribable. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you, that gr- like that gritty, like yeah, like <laughs> that, that gritty <laughs> vibrato, <laughs> like late career Bob Dylan. Like I'm pulling a six pack out of a river that I'm also totally. fishing in. You know, yeah, yeah you're fishing. There, yeah, there you look no like si- the lead singer from no Creedence Clearwater Revival. Home. No, there are no six packs, no rivers. You look like the lead singer from Creedence Clearwater exactly. with your boy, <laughs> little CCR swamp. Although rock. I guess we could exactly. call this list a six pack. Oh, it's a six it's pack a six of instructions, pack, except there are eight things on it. Like that's what I don't get. That's but, where like uh, you're that's right. the you ruined it me. by going five six twice. Man, a yeah. six pack Dude. of Christian Family. instructions would have been great. 
Dude, it'd be what like. What do you think? The <laughs> go ahead, baby. Go ahead. I'm go sorry. go, G. Go. It'd be like if a, if like a party store sold you a six pack, but then there were like eight <laughs> cans of beer in it. You'd be so confused. That's called a. That's called bonus. That's called a bonus. Exactly. Pack. Exactly. What has anybody? Um, oh, I don't know. Me and Pipe are probably going to get fired, but uh, I mean, family worship is that? I mean, how many people do you know like do family? And when I say worship, I mean okay. Like so like I I, I feel like I know people that do it. But it's always unspeakably awkward. Like, I don't know. I know zero people who do it and enjoy it. I know lots of people who do it and feel unspeakably awkward about it. Okay. Yeah. Why do they do it? They feel like ob? Ob. Yeah, it's it's, it's obligation. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They feel obligated about it. I understand. Well, dude, if if we can go serious for, like, one minute, um, I'm I'm curious about, like, you guys have both raised kids and... You know, Piper, I think of the three of us, your kids are the youngest, but they're around the ages of my kids. Like, how, how has family devotionals worked for you guys? Because it's been a mixed bag for us, I'll, I'll not lie. Um, what, what does that look like? Well, I'm way out of the game. You're out of the game. You're out of the game. Why don't you roll with it, Piper? Uh, yeah, it for us. I, I'll let you speak I for grew me. Up, so I grew up where family devotionals were incredibly like rigorous and we were the family was yeah. very dedicated to them <clears throat> and frankly you guys were like doing it in hebrew and you know yeah well, just like, it was the kind yeah. of thing where like there would be like a quick bible reading and prayer in the morning before we headed off to school and then in the evening it was a more like longer passage talk about it and then everybody prays and so you're talking like a you know 20 30 minute thing potentially yeah you know, and it was it was the kind of thing where when I was in high school, I'd be getting ready to head out with friends, and my dad would like call time out and be like, "We got to do family devotions first, some mm. occasionally." And I hated it so much. I was going to say that probably yeah. didn't irritate you. <clears> no, <throat> I mean, it, as a, as a high schooler, nothing irritated me. I was super even keel and never got annoyed oh, by my parents about anything back. ever. We all think that way about yeah. me for sure. I'm <laughs> I don't I don't have any opinions about anything. Um, so. I kind of swung the other way with my kids where I was like, we're just not going to do this because it just feels like torture. And I realized, you know, a few years into parenting, I needed a little bit more intentionality. But I've tried a lot harder to to make it intentional conversation as opposed to intentional. We're going to sit down, read, discuss, whatever, and kind of interrupt things. I've I've done that periodically, especially like Advent or Lent leading up to things, using resources that... I don't know, like She Reads Truth did did some great stuff for kids for um, Lent a few years ago, things like that. But for the most part, it's a lot of just conversation, talking to them about sermons at church, asking them what they're reading, because I do encourage them to be in Scripture and praying together with them every night, things like that. But it's I just want it to be something that they don't resent. That it seems yeah, like resenting totally. family devotions it, it is not a great end point. Not a great starting place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 been weird for us too, Pipe. I think there's always kind of been the obligation to do it, but um, and I, and I think you do it even when it feels forced sometimes. But uh, but yeah, we've kind of gone through the the reading and prayer thing in the morning, and um, where it's ended is that. Like, I have this group chat that I'm on with a bunch of college dudes who have been in my program, and uh, I text them out scripture every morning, just whatever I'm reading, and uh, I've added I've added Tristan to that, so he, he gets that every morning. I don't know. It probably feels like a cop-out, but um, but I don't know. It's a nice way to, to share some scripture, keep in touch uh, with those guys. Um, okay, number six, and this is, again, just to make the distinction, 
This is the first number six. So if you're following along at home, this is like linear standard number six. It's Cook. Um, so yeah, ostensibly, I don't know. I'm I'm no food scientist, but if you're going to be eating food together, like somebody has to cook it. So uh, not, I mean, not if you get like not if you're new school big T and you get like the meals like delivered. Yeah, like, you know, meals in a box, fresh like fresh dot com or whatever. Yeah, like I Blue mean, Apron. You know, yeah. No, you're right. you you, even have, to you even have to cook those though. Like they send you ingredients. Yeah. <clears throat> That's why those are That's such true. a ripoff. They're like, here, here's all the stuff packaged for you to do all the work, except for the grocery yeah. shop. But I mean, like, so is he making the distinction? Like, he literally, he literally wants fresh ingredients, like, like prepared, chopped up, like you know, put in the pan, or. Is he, is he saying, like, that's different than just, man, how everything's just gone to, like, we just grab food, we throw it in the microwave, we heat everything? Is it, would he, like, he sounds like a guy that would make that distinction. Am I correct? I've got a, I've, I've got a hot take here to that, Ronald. And you're right. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. I feel like this is a guy who would under-season his food. Like, I, would, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to eat a meal that he's cooked. He would serve, like... <laughs> He would serve yeah, some, not a lot of spice. Not he would serve some kind of like work. Southwest tortilla soup, and it would be bland and tasteless. And, hey, uh, Wedge, how about some salt? Yeah. I mean, can we get a little, you know, can we get a little salt and, and pep? Not going to kill in you, this dish? How does he feel Dude, about, how does he feel about like, hey, mom and dad are really tired. We're just, uh, somebody's grabbing Chick-fil-A on the way home. We're ordering pizza. So, like, you're still, you're still uh, eating together, but. That doesn't work. That's not Christian. Wait, so eating yeah, that's not eating crit- together yeah, only on. counts if it is also cooked by a member of the family. That's it has it. to be prepared, ah, Pipe. Man. Y'all hey, Grace, you're though. Probably not, Pipe, you're probably yeah. not even doing that, man. Why, yeah. why are we even talking about this with you? I, mean, I just feel like Emmanuel should fire me now. I clearly don't know how to have a Christian home. I'm the worst at this. I'd be on the, I'd be on the phone with Ray right today. It's He's, all about Grace, though, not law He doesn't work there boys. anymore, <laughs> Ray's. I know. Nope. You have to, so I just have to find my new boss. Dude, number five. Number, by number five. Number five. I mean number number seven. Two. Yeah, second. <laughs> second number five. This is the second number five. Also, like if if you're more of a linear, like old school counter, if you're like vintage with your numbers, this this would be number seven. This uh, one baffles me, man. But for I'm we- be honest, yeah, for you. wedge, it's number five. And yeah, I want I want to hear your take on this, Ron, because you're a a musician, obviously. Number number five uh, is play music at home. Uh, so Ronald, what's he get? What's he getting at there, dude? I have no. What's he getting <laughs> no, at? I, I th- if I were to guess, I, it would be because I don't play at home as opposed to like, like I don't know, like going onto the street corner, yeah, like breaking out your clarinet, like a busker, your is that the word for clarinet? It? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like play, like make sure like the kids are like taking like music lessons and doing it at home. Like yeah. I don't know, or is it like, or, like or is it like know, telling? You know your your Google Home or your Alexa device or whatever to to play music while you're cooking dinner so you can eat together and in, like so is it like turning on music at home does that count pipe I don't I don't even know if you're listening to this list or you understand who Wedgeworth is because obviously he doesn't have witchcraft in the home he does not have an Alexa he does not have an Echo in his home dude dude we are one thousand percent getting an email from Wedgie one thousand percent. We're, it's going to turn out that Wedge has contributed like 85% to our Patreon account. Dude, yeah, month. yeah. We're, we're, we're literally just killing ourselves. Our listeners, by the way, if you love sure. what you're hearing, you can go to patreon.com and support the Happy Rant. Uh, that helps cover all of our production costs. If you everything. love what you're hearing, meaning that you're not Stephen Wedgeworth. If you're not Steve Wedgeworth <laughs> or one of his 14 kids. 
boys, I gotta I gotta teach class in a couple minutes, so uh, I wanna I wanna land the plane on this list because I know we got another another sponsor to gas up. But the la- the last item on this list, number six, and this is again if you're following along at home, second number six, uh, otherwise known as number eight, um, is build slash craft. A.K.A. something Pipe does not do. So, again, steps to recovering the Christian home. I, I dare say none of us do this. Um, <laughs> steps to recovering the Christian home, build or craft. Oh, um, I'm crafting I'm crafting half the day, baby. Are you really, baby? Can what we, are you working on? Are you going to Michael's? Uh, are you going to uh, really, just, really well-crafted Instagram crafting. posts? <laughs> Correct. Dude, Which, you, obviously, Wedge does not. He is not referring to anything that doesn't contain, like, like, like sticks and wood. Yeah, there has yeah. to be sawdust yeah. involved. There has to be sawdust, absolutely. So you're crafting, baby, just not of the like sawdust variety. Yeah, I'm not a sawdust guy. I don't you know what you're crafting? Ins- Yoda tweets. I'm crafting Yoda tweets. How's your correct? Yoda your Yoda life been lately? I'm it your Yoda accountability guy. I'm checking. Yeah, in. it hasn't been. It hasn't been great. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm just I'm coming out of a hard time, and mm. I need I need to <laughs> I need to recover my craft. You do. Right? Dude, so you basic gotta... steps to recovering my my Yoda craft. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm going to tweet out something on that. Maybe that'll get me back to it. Pastors. So, dot, dot, dot. Ronnie, I need your expertise on Yoda tweeting. Yeah. yeah. I, I regularly share quotes from people who are smart, I smarter do. than I am. And I, I, was, I was accused of basically um, renting Yoda tweets. More or less, when I did that by one of our listeners, <laughs> there's like, oh, like, you can't even do this yourself. You're borrowing, you're, you're borrowing Yoda tweets, Yoda tweets from. Wow. I'm like, it's G.K. Chesterton. It's, he didn't even have it's Yoda plagiarism. Yeah, it's, yeah. So is is that what I'm doing? Is this Yoda tweeting like borrowed, or am I like sharing real wisdom, not like Twitter? I, Twitter I think wisdom. that I, is that literally is one of the questions uh, for our day, and I think we should devote an app. To talk about the difference between Yoda tweeting others or doing original Yoda, it's the difference between crafting and aping. And let's talk about that next All time. Right. I love that. It just seemed like a very mm. pertinent question, and you definitely seemed like the guy to ask. Oh, I have opinions on that. Let's Pipe, chat. We got to get you into the Yoda game, like like the original. Pipe, he he occasionally Yodas. Yeah, does he? <laughs> very very occasionally. Uh, very occasionally. When I can't find a great quote to to borrow. Right. Yeah, when he hasn't read, when he hasn't read like his Spurgeon, uh, you know, his uh, Spurgeon devotional that morning that he doesn't do with his kids. Uh, yeah. You think my, yeah, you think my kids want to read Spurgeon? <laughs> I, I know this kid doesn't want to read Spurgeon. Dude, they want to read it in the home while, while you're playing music. They want you to set Spurgeon yeah. to a little a little guitar. Um, uh, yeah, little uh, little vegetables on the on the walk. Dude, some vegetables <laughs> on the walk, some guitar over the shoulder, and a little spur. And some, and some sawdust. Is that and it's some sawdust? There. Is that too much to ask for a Christian home, boys? Apparently, if you're Barnabas Pipe, Judas it is. Priest. Well, I think we determined I don't have a Christian home, so I'm off the hook. Boys, I well, gotta go be just, a I gotta go be a school recover. teacher with a lot of parental involvement here in four. You minutes. need to recover the Christian classroom. I gotta baby. recover the Christian classroom, but Piper, that gives us just enough time. For you to gas up uh, another sponsor of ours, a longtime sponsor, friend of the program, Dwell Bible. Go. Yes, Dwell Bible is our longtime sponsor. It's a audio Bible listening app, so any of your mobile devices that you that you carry around with you, you can uh, use it. If you go to dwellapp.io slash happyrant, you can check it out. They have a special offer for listeners, a discount. Um <clears throat> 
They offer listening plans. They have multiple narrators. They have musical backgrounds. So you can listen to help you study, listen to help you not lose your mind in traffic, listen to, uh, you know, if, if you haven't had time to read your Bible on any given day because life is crazy or you have long commute or whatever, it works great in the car. They have offline listening so you can download passages and listen. So if you're uh, you know, you're in a rural area and your connection stinks or you don't want to use up all your data or something like that. They offer that and they're continually building out new features. So if you subscribe with our discount, it's about $20 a year, um, which is not a bad deal at all. It's really, in, really inexpensive, but then it doesn't just stay static. They're regularly improving, adding, building in new features to give you uh, different ways to interact with scripture. So again, go to dwell app dot io slash happy rant check out the discount they have a free trial if you want to check it out before purchasing as well masterful pipe masterful just great work by pipe maybe pipe doesn't need to get into the iota game he should just stay in the promo game i think so yeah i I mean it's crowded baby the yoda space is crowded i don't want to step on ronnie's toes either like if we both start doing this i i I like not competing with Ronnie. Like he's got his thing that he excels at, and I don't want to like. I don't want to feel the need to try to like. Oh, I'm going to try to be better than Ron at the thing that he's already good at. That dude, that's feel, true. Like, that's generous. That's, that's that generous. tension that's seems unhealthy. Yeah, it is big hard. I appreciate it that. Does. Well, and I will not do any Spurgeon quotes. Just, just to stay. <laughs> I dare say that even though we don't have Christian homes, we have a Christian radio program, and that proves it. Um, so the the. We, we have a Christian studio, and doggone it, boys, that's enough for me. But uh, we have done what we always do on this program and that we've wandered to and fro uh, throughout one tweet by Stephen Wedgwood. Is that his name? Wedgworth. Wedgworth. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't looking. Stephen Wedgworth, who will for sure be emailing this week. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.